Welcome to Football Neophyte, where an American who knows a lot about sports, but little about soccer, uh, football, journeys through the 2018-19 English Premier League season to discover a team to root for. I'm your host, Nate Hughes. Today, we are sitting here, I'm actually sitting here at the kitchen table of my good friend, Francis Ocott. Uh, Francis is an Arsenal fan, and he is going to give us the full rundown on um, Arsenal, why I should be an Arsenal fan. But before we even talk about that, it should be noted and it should be stated that though Francis does not sound like an American, Francis is officially an American. Three weeks ago, (laughs) became an official American. So Francis, welcome. So good to have you on the Football Neophyte podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad to be here. Francis, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Uganda. I was born and raised in Uganda. And uh, this is where I grew up playing and watching soccer. And it has been a part of my life for as long as possible. And uh Around 2000, not 2000, I think, yeah, it was 2004 when the Gunners, when the Gunners won the Premiership unbeaten. That was around the time that I fell in love with Arsenal. I used to watch Premiership. They were unbeaten. They were unbeaten. They, they the whole season, they won most of the games, and then some games were tied. Yeah, which was cool. But we didn't lose any game and went unbeaten. That That's was remarkable. an amazing record. And it was at this point that I thought the Gunners were an amazing team and I started following the Premiership even a lot closer. I used to just watch every game and I thought, you know, because I love soccer. But then with that that kind of win and with the players they had at the time, Henri, Patrick Vieira and all those guys, it, it, it was just it was just amazing. Just Joining the team. Were you point. still in Uganda at that time, or was that stateside? I was in Uganda at the time. Okay. And the Premiership is very, very big in Uganda, and like people will stop whatever they're doing so they can watch the Premiership, and so you can imagine watching Arsenal beating Manchester United, which is like apparently a very big rivalry <laughs> back in Uganda, and going the whole season and just. Checking it all. That that was incredible. And so that is how I fell in love with Arsenal. And since then, it has been a part of my life. Great. Okay. Um, so as you know, like the purpose of the podcast is to try and convince me on why I should be, be an Arsenal fan. You've got some good, you've got some good things going for you, but I'll let you, I'll let you start. Give me some, some good, like maybe tell me a little of the history. Tell me, uh, yeah. Why, why should I be an Arsenal fan? So, I so we just we just got out of watching the World Cup and I know one of the teams that was so amazing to watch and their their style of playing soccer was Spain and if if you think about what's going on in Arsenal right now we we just had Arsene Wenger leave yeah. and our new manager is is actually former Spanish footballer, uh-huh. and he has got a similar tactic to the way Spain played. If you look back on Saturday's game, you recognize a lot of what Spain did in the World Cup. 
I like, have really bad defense? Because no, that's what <laughs> no, you, you, I'm picking on you, that, obviously. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that, that there, it, it, it's, a, it's a small problem. We, yeah. You know, we, we have a new manager, we have a new team, we have a lot of young players who are just getting to know each other. And uh, I think we're doing really good in the front, the midfield, but our defense kind of let us down a little bit. I think it's too early in the season. It's a small problem that we are going to fix. It's going to take a lot of a lot of uh, players getting to know each other. Then the manager too. The manager is new and he doesn't speak the most fluent English, and so he, the players will need to learn his style of coaching and everything. But you can see a lot of influence in the, the passing, the passing of the ball and like trying to control the game from the beginning. I think Arsenal at the beginning kind of there were shaky, but then most of the rest of the game, especially towards uh, if we had maybe another five, ten minutes in the first half towards the end there, we would have probably netted another two, three goals. But, you know, first half came to an end and that was it. But and it really was. I mean, it was really a tale of two halves, like within the first half of the game. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. looked like Chelsea was going to win 8 nothing. Yeah. But realistically, I mean, there were two really close misses yeah. in that first half, plus yeah. the two goals. I mean, Arsenal, you're right, could have gone into halftime 4-2, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. If, we, if we had a more mature defense, the, the kind of goals that Chelsea scored – are not the kind of goals you would score on a professional team. And so I think we have a little bit of weakness in the back there, but I think we'll get that sorted out. Are those guys young, Mustafi and Socrates, or are they just... Yes, these are younger players. They're just coming in and you're working with a new coach and it's going to take some time to to try and figure things out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, tell me about... So a couple of the things that I'm like... that. Arsenal has going for me is check players. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that I am, uh, I spent, uh, almost eight years living in the Czech Republic. And so, and the bulk of those years were middle two thousands through, you know, 2014. And one of Arsenal's best players during those years was a man named Tomas Rosicki. He was the, yes. yeah, he was the captain of the, the Czech national team. Yeah. I loved watching him. So, so that's really good. And you have a current Czech on your team also, yeah, right? We, we have the goalie, yep. we, you know, we call them goalkeepers, but the goalie is probably one of the best goal, goalies we have around. And you, you see how much he saved us on Saturday there was a lot of saves in that game, and he's from Czech Republic, so I think that's a bonus for us there. For sure, yeah. there's no doubt. Yep. Yeah. Um, I also mentioned this isn't probably a big deal, but you do have one of the coolest like nicknames in in the Premiership, the yeah. the, the Gunners. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the nickname. Where does it come from? Why the cannon? Yeah. So the nickname apparently uh, there's. If you look back in the history of Arsenal, back in the day, I think after the Great War, this should probably be World War One. Um, Arsenal was named the Royal Arsenal of Woolwich. I believe of Woolwich. I believe there was uh, some kind of ties with the military at that time. Okay. And since then, they they've just kind of held on to that to that crest, and it's been the symbol of Arsenal. Down the road, they removed the Royal. 
doing the royal bit of the name, and they just ask no. But then having the gunners there and uh, the fans calling themselves the gunners, there's a really nice uh, relationship going on with the players, with the club. Um, like I was mentioning earlier on, we've got some fans who are now uh, who are stakeholders in the club. And it's kind of nice to be able to have fans to sit in in board meetings and kind of know what's going on with the club and be able to contribute what whatever they have to say. So I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd seen that some of the like early founders of the team were actually like munitions workers. Like they worked with like yeah, cannons and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And all these guys were back in the military back in the day. So that, that's a really cool thing. Yeah, yeah. that is. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. That's cool. So um, so what else? What are some other things? Tell me about this current <laughs> team or what are some other things that I should know about Arsenal and why I should be a fan? You you like the color blue? I do. It's yeah. my favorite color. Yeah. yeah. Oh, away games is blue. Well, that's good. Yeah. There you go. So, so, okay. Yeah. And then sometimes because I think there's certain teams that wear red for their away games. And every time they come to play at Arsenal, we get to wear blue too. So uh-huh. I think okay. that's, yeah. All so, right. So that'll that's, work. Now, um, w- one really cool thing about Arsenal, our, our neighbors, uh, uh, Tottenham, yeah. we, we've got this really cool rivalry going on. And I think that every time Arsenal plays Tottenham, it's probably one of the best rivalries that you ever be a part of. It's like really cool to be a part of this rivalry because we just have this competition going on. There's this anxiety level that just goes up the <laughs> week off before the games. And I, you should be on the Arsenal side because we have won the most games in history compared to you know Tottenham. I, that, that's playing against each other. Uh-huh. So I, I think you want to be a part of this. You don't want to miss out on this. Okay. Yeah. So that really narrows down your choices to two. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, That's yeah. And if, and you know, eventually you're going to want to be on the winning side. And we've won, just between playing between Arsenal and Tottenham, we've won 81 games and have won around 63. And we've tied maybe 51 times and we've played a total of 182 times that's amazing so we we have a really good record going there and it's one of the games that we really really look forward to so are they also uh, because Arsenal's located in the north of London right northern part of that and Tottenham is as well yes okay yes they are I don't even know. I mean, unless your team name is your city, I barely know where these teams are from. Like, this is the point of this podcast is for me to learn about these teams, right? So, okay, so we talked about the game, the match uh, a little bit earlier today or in the in the podcast. Um, but I want to know a bit more about the current team. I mean, there was a couple of players that stood out to me that I, that I enjoyed watching their style of play, but give me, tell me a little bit about some current players and who I should be looking out for and who, give me some reasons about this current team that I should be excited. So I I know because I know you, I know you like diversity and uh, you, you're really going to love Arsenal because we have a lot of players from all over the world. We have Ozil and Leno from Germany. We already talked about Czech from the Czech Republic. We have Ballerin from Spain, Mohammed from uh, Egypt. We have Obab, Ob, uh, what's his Obama, name again? Yeah. Obama Yang yeah. from uh, Gabon. 
uh, Wobi from Nigeria, and then we have all the English players. We also have a player from Japan, as Aspano. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think that just just watching Arsenal's plays like watching the world play against everybody else, mm-hmm. and this is the kind of uh, team you want to be, you want to be supporting. So you know, you feel yeah, I feel at home. I do like that. Ironically yeah. enough, like. I didn't. I wasn't really cheering for England in the World Cup. So as I'm as I'm like choosing a team, I'm finding myself drawn to teams that have more international players. Which I know probably for traditional English Premier League fans, they don't like hearing that, you know, because it's an English club. But for me, uh, being an American, being someone who's lived and worked all over the world, I do appreciate the diversity of of the world and, and particularly these teams. So. Another thing that you really enjoy is um, just watching other teams play. You you realize that a lot of Arsenal players have uh, have moved on to these other bigger teams, and uh, Arsene Wenger basically just used to train these young these young fellas, and then eventually they would move up to the bigger teams. But you know the fact that they were once in Arsenal just kind of gives you a sense of appreciation. You uh. Think about Robin van Persie left Arsenal, went to Manchester United. We've got Fabregas went to Barcelona. Colo Torre went to Man City. You have Emma Edobaya went to Man City. Ashley Cole, we've been talking about Chelsea, and you know Ashley Cole ended up in, at the time when Chelsea was not recognized whatsoever, in my opinion. All of a sudden, Ashley Cole leaves us, and I'm like, "Where did Ashley Cole go?" <laughs> and someone says, "Chelsea." I'm like, "What? What is that?" Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, there's a team called Chelsea. He went to Chelsea. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I learn about Chelsea, and the list goes on. Anelka ended up Real Madrid, and you just you just sit and watch all Premiership games, and you realize in almost every big team there's an Arsenal player, and I think that is something you know, something to say, something really cool about Arsenal. Yeah. So, um, the game was less than to be desired. I'm listening to lots of podcasts. I'm doing my research. I'm trying to understand the sport better. And so I, I understand Emery coming in, like there's going to be some growing pains, but it's been a rough, it's been a rough start to the year. Um, but with that being said, there were a couple a couple highlights. Obviously, that middle part of the game they looked really they looked really good. But Awobi was a guy that I really like liked to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, anything else about these players or anything about this current squad that that which should get me excited? I I think I think that we're going to get it together. I think the first two games should not should not uh, make you get discouraged, and uh, you just got to know the overall team, and you, you got to realize that Arsenal is probably number two or three of uh, one of the clubs with the most fans across the globe, which which says a lot a lot about the club. So just watching two games should not. Uh, let you turn and say no. I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of this team. We also have a, a by the way, a local fan club, uh, the Arizona Gunners. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a big one. We uh, every weekend we meet up at uh, at the Yuga Cup room. Okay. In Tempe. Oh yeah, down in Tempe. Yeah. yeah. And you find twenty to thirty people every weekend. Oh, you know, that's just cool. Just hanging out, 
and having a good time. And even if the matches are not for just Arsenal, you know, we, we still show up and Again, like I mentioned, we have our players all over, all over the Premiership. So we show up <laughs> and we're supporting the other teams too, you know, and have a good time. So you want to be a part of that. We don't have to, you know, be just because you're a national fan, you shouldn't hate the rest of the team. Yeah. You should enjoy the whole Premiership experience. Well, the great thing for Arsenal is that I'm taking the entire season to choose a team. So the fact that they started 0-2 or with zero points after the first two matches They've got plenty of time to turn around. And it was against two quality teams, right? They started against Man City and then against Chelsea. And so... And especially a team that is getting together. You don't want to start with one of the big Yeah, clubs. that's tough. You want to start with the, you know, the smaller team so you can, build, you can build on whatever you've been training and then eventually, you know, get to meet the other teams. And yeah, so we'll see the second time around when they play. Def- so Definitely. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So another factor, uh, another thing we're doing with the podcast is we're having a uh, term of the week. And so, um, Francis, please educate me on a term that will help me uh, understand these matches better. So when I first came to the U.S., there was a term that I heard that I'd never heard before. It did not make so much sense. I was playing... And everybody was congratulating me for for the bicycle kick that I did. I had no clue what a bicycle kick is. <laughs> it turned out they're talking about what we call a volley. So I, I thought that, that was pretty unique in its way that Americans have got different terminology. And uh, I, I actually remember that same day... Um, because I, I had an injury earlier on in the in, in the game, and uh, I, the athletic trainer was going to tape me, and so I was asking him, I was asking him for plaster, and he kept looking at me like, "What do you mean plaster?" Apparently, in America, plaster is what uh, is what I mean. In America, plaster is bandaid. Okay. Yeah. So when. <laughs> So you were asking for a band-aid, I was but, you were, a band-aid. but you were calling it plaster. I was calling and, it plaster, and they're looking at me like, what in the world is he talking about? That's pretty funny. Yeah. So anyway, my word of the day there is the volley. I think that that is pretty cool that you call it a bicycle kick, but we call it volley. Do you call But there's other things, volleys, right? Like a volley is any kick that you kick without it touching the ground. Is that right? No, usually a volley is uh, you... You kick the ball over your head. You okay. Backwards. So bicycle kick. Bicycle yeah. kick. Okay. And both legs are up in the air. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. I did. I did not know that. Yeah. Usually that is what you know. Volley is like only volleyball. That's what I understand volley yeah. to be. So yeah. it's just different. Like yeah, it's cool. All right. <laughs> well, Francis, thank you, man. Thanks for having me into your home for feeding me. Um, and for being on this podcast, I learned a lot about Arsenal. That's the Arsenal way. We've got to feed our guests. There we go. Yeah, Perfect. Well, that, that gives them bonus points. Oh, so, so. And I'll expect that of any other Arsenal fans <laughs> I meet now. So, all right, man. Thanks a bunch. No problem. All right. Yep. Thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. Our theme song is Something Elated by Broke for Free. Special thanks to Virtuous CRM, a donor management and marketing automation software for nonprofits. Thanks so much for letting me use your mic for these recordings. You can learn more about their amazing product at virtuouscrm.com. 
Gabe. It doesn't give Chelsea an advantage, but I'm grateful nonetheless. Also thanks to One Mission, a community development organization giving people in poverty the opportunity to earn a house by serving their community. Thanks for letting me steal a little bit of my work week to produce these episodes. If you like these podcasts, go to onemission.org slash donate and donate to this amazing organization. 100% of your donation will go directly to projects and programs in the field and be tied directly to a family. That's onemission.org slash donate. Recording, mixing, hosting, etc., etc., is done by me, Nate Hughes. I'm not only a football neophyte, but I'm also a podcast neophyte. Who's the goalie? Peppers Jack. Peppers. Peppers Jack. Peppers Jack. Peppers Jack. Why did you say who's the goalie? I just wanted to hear you say it again. Peppers Jack. There you go. Oh, nice save. Why did you kick it that way? I demand that as a real.